What's good, everybody? Welcome to Your Mind, Your Narrative. My name is Jason Jamera. I'm a psychiatric mental health NP candidate in Philly and a child of Filipino immigrants. And you are tuning in to a real quick Wednesday, where I basically just talk about mental health off the dome for like five minutes. No, that's cap. It's going to be like 15 to 20. Today, we are going to have a brief introduction to some anxiety relieving techniques non-pharmacological so really quick just take a deep breath with me and a long exhale so the way you i want you to do it is breathe in for four seconds hold your breath for four seconds and then breathe out for seven seconds so go ahead and do that with me right now For me, it's on the exhale where I feel everything slow down and just get a little bit lighter. When we are anxious or in an anxious state, identify the parts in your body where you feel that trauma or that anger or sadness or fear or whatever your anxiety feels like find that in your body for me it's in my shoulders it's in my chest and it's in like my upper back i feel as if my shoulders get cold but my chest is tight and trying to breathe just feels so shallow and i'm recognizing that i'm having these shallow breaths happening during this time I might not be able to concentrate well. I might be bouncing between different concerns or worries that I have in my mind from finances to academics to my profession to relationship life to all the racial traumas and stresses happening around me to how I'm going to support my family and my friends to feelings of inadequacy. For me, this is how my anxiety manifests. Like, bruh, I'ma just disclose. There was one time I woke up and I thought I had COVID because I just felt so, so short of breath. Like I couldn't catch my breath and my, my muscles were tight. And I was just wondering, dang, did I really catch it? And that made me more anxious because now I'm having health concerns running through my head. And... As I was in my apartment really trying to figure this out, I was trying to look over a list of things I had to choose between for some project. And I just remember looking at that list and I absolutely could not choose one. Like, and it was freaking me out to have to look at this list. And at that moment, I realized, ah, bro, I ain't got COVID. I'm just having an anxiety episode. And I say that lightly as I understand that my anxiety has stemmed from a long history of trauma and this need to perform. However, I'm not your toxic, positive, self-help 
coach, life guru, podcaster, or self-help book writer. You know, I acknowledge that there is anxiety that is pathological in nature, followed by childhood trauma. So we have genes and these triggers of our environments that predispose us to not be able to adapt as easily to stress. Living with daily anxiety as soon as you get up. In future episodes, we'll talk about diagnoses in detail. Something like generalized anxiety disorder, where you have over six months of chronic worrying on more days than not. And this starts to interfere with your ability to function in day-to-day life which is actually the most used diagnosis from the DSM-5 in terms of ICD codes and insurance for billing purposes, followed by adjustment disorder with mixed depressive and anxious features. Say you've never had a past history of mental health illnesses, but then a life event happens and you start presenting with more anger, with more isolation, with more extended difficulty coping, adjusting, a new onset of difficulty in relationships and with work and just your daily function, all occurring after something triggering happened. And unless you have navigated through a pandemic before in your lifetime to this extent, then of course we are going to have trouble adjusting. Many of us have been at home quarantine for over a year, not being able to go to the gym, not being able to go to the club, shout out to Lock and Key and 1015, not being able to go to work, and not being able to go to school in person, where so many of us have learned to use that as a means of releasing our anxiety. And now here we are at home, waking up to news of something traumatic happening every day. On top of the pandemic, We are in a historical time of racial trauma, where movements, opinions, and apathy and racism are on full blast. We come home and see something tragic to somebody who may look like us or our family members, whether we are black, Asian, or brown, every single day. We are losing loved ones and childhood heroes while battling the stress of a pandemic. So if you've noticed during this time that your anxiety or maybe even your depression has suddenly increased like tenfold. My friend, you are not crazy. You are not incapable of managing your mental health. You are not a problem. There are so many of us right now going through this as well. And we're right there with you. Right now, the numbers show that over 50% of the country is going to be having some sort of mental health condition after this pandemic. And by knowing this, then we have an opportunity to act. We have an opportunity to learn the coping skills, the coping mechanisms and techniques that can help us manage our mental health that can help us before we get into a panic episode where many of us may shut down. Again, I'm going to give a more extended episode on anxiety and the different types of anxiety from panic disorder to OCD to agoraphobia and other types of phobias. 
PTSD is out of the anxiety category and now placed in its own trauma category of its own. And I think that we have to spend a whole episode, uh, you know, discussing that. But for right now, I would just want to bring it back to focusing on day-to-day anxiety. I may have said this in a previous episode, but we all experience some extent of anxiety. It is completely normal and human for us to do so. These are the warning signs that our brain, specifically the hypothalamus and the amygdala, are giving us in response to perceived threats and perceived reasons to worry. And when we activate that amygdala, then it goes ahead and it acts onto locus ceruleus, which is another part of the brain, which basically is activating your heart rate, your blood pressure, your sweating. It's sending all this norepinephrine down to it, activating all this glutamate. I'm sorry, I'm saying hella neurotransmitters that y'all probably... I'll, I'll talk about this all in another episode. But basically, all this stress is leading to these physical symptoms. And when you identify like, okay, I'm just really, really anxious right now, then you are giving yourself an opportunity to understand, hey, my warning system is on. Thank you, warning system, for turning on. But in this situation, maybe I don't need to be anxious right now and we can slow this warning system off. Bro, I'm so fob sometimes. (laughs) Slow this warning system off. We make fun of our Filipino moms because they always be saying, hey, can you open the TV? (laughs) Here I am. Anyways, when we sort of reclassify in our mind that anxiety is not our enemy, but instead a tool warning us when we should pay attention. Imagine a fire alarm going on in your home because maybe something on your oven is smoking too much. If you immediately thought that the fire alarm meant that you were going to blow up in this house, then of course you are going to react intensely every single time you will want to shut down but let's now start to acknowledge this that the smoke alarm is just telling us to pay attention our anxiety is just telling us to pay attention dr drew pruitt talks about this extensively but he says instead of saying i am anxious try saying i'm feeling anxious And then this creates a space between us and the entity of anxiety so that we can direct the process, so that we can tell ourselves, okay, it's just a warning system, let's act accordingly. Thank you, warning system, for allowing us to scope the full view of possible scenarios that could have happened. Now, let's move forward. There are three techniques that I really like to utilize from the lens of cognitive behavioral therapy and mindfulness. One is set a worry time. Let's say I identify that I am really anxious right now and all these thoughts are flooding into my head and I have things to do. I need to get work done. 
So instead of spending this time right now worrying about these issues, I'm going to set a time for 8 p.m. to start thinking about this. At 8 p.m., that's when I will schedule these thoughts into my day. I'm not telling the thoughts to just go away. I'm acknowledging that they exist. But right now I have things to do and I'm going to pay attention to you at a specific time of my choosing. And this is you reclaiming your energy and your strength over it. Maybe by 8 p.m. you won't even be thinking about it. Another technique I like to do is problem solving. So let's say my anxiety is pouring in and I'm thinking, shit, what if this happens? What if, what if she leaves? What if, uh, what if I don't get this done in time? What if uh, someone finds out about this or that? And so when you're having these constant what ifs, then let's answer them. What if that does happen? What is the conversation that I'm going to say? What if this occurs? How am I going to follow suit with that? What are my other plans? So identifying these early and game planning before the shutdown or panic episode is fully able to manifest, then we are able to redirect ourselves better. We're able to navigate better. We may be able to completely steer clear from falling into that shutdown. And so I invite you to lean into the fear and the anxiety. I know so many life coaches say that and it's so annoying, but I do invite you to Try practicing this. Try saying, why is this making me anxious? And what will I do if this occurs? Say it out loud. Rehearse a conversation. Write your thoughts down or call a friend to share what's going on through your mind. Take the time to maybe discuss it with your therapist. It is so helpful once you outwardly express the anxiety and your possibilities of redirecting it. Lastly, what I like to do is deep breathe. We always hear about meditation and mindfulness, and I'm going to let you know that it's actually been proven to work. From the clinical setting, to the home, to schools in inner cities, studies have shown that mindfulness really does help. So I invite you to download an app like Healthy Minds, which comes with meditations and lessons, or tap into some form of spiritual meditation. But yeah, practice in taking breaths, in pausing yourself in that moment, becoming aware of the situation, and taking breaths, not to say, hey, thoughts go away taking breaths to say, hey, thoughts, I acknowledge that you're here and I'm going to be aware of you and my breaths are just creating some space between me and you right now so that I can focus on myself. And so back to deep breathing. Whenever I feel my chest getting tight, I remind myself that as much as my body doesn't want to, I need to take deep breaths. And that's when I do the four second and seven second method where I breathe in for four seconds, hold my breath for four seconds and breathe out for seven seconds. 
This does a vagal maneuver on our body, which basically slows down our heart rate, lowers our blood pressure, and just tells our body to take a break. So if you are in a safe space right now, then take a moment to close your eyes unless you're driving. Please do not close your eyes if you're driving. <laughs> so take a moment to sit up. Imagine that there is a string attached to the back of your head, connected to the ceiling, pulling you up, up, up. Loosen your body. Let your arms rest on your legs. Let your feet stay planted to the floor and just take a deep breath. Hold it. Breathe out. Do this 10 times and feel how your body reacts. Anxiety exists in all of us, and I will not dismiss the seriousness that it has in many of us, but it doesn't have to control us. We can make it our tool. So thank you all for listening, and remember, you are loved, you are worthy, and you belong in this space. And yep, my bad. That was way over a five-minute mark. Bro, I'm so... Man, I don't know how to stop talking. I really don't know how to stop talking. We're going to do a longer episode on anxiety in the future. If you feel like this was helpful, or if you feel like this was dismissive in any way, then let me know. I want the feedback, and I want to be able to help you with your goals. You can reach me at yourmindyournarrative at gmail and on Instagram. I'm out of time. Peace.